Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am back today with a quick episode because I had this download and I felt really called to share these words with you today. It kind of ties into the next podcast episode that I think is going to be released on Wednesday or Tuesday that I had recorded with Courtney. And we talk all about the mother wound, the parent wound, and essentially dealing with toxic relationships in our life. And so that kind of inspired me to create this podcast episode for you. If you are listening to this episode, then chances are you are wanting to know how to let go of resentment so that you can move on from a painful relationship, situation, whatever it may be. And I have been there. I have been that person who was filled with so much anger, so much frustration, so much pain, and I held on to those emotions tightly. I wanted to make it clear that I was hurt, clear that this person caused me pain because for so long, it felt like no one validated my emotions, especially not the person who I felt caused the pain in the first place. And I have to admit, those years where I was holding on to my resentment and anger, unwilling to forgive and let go, those years were the years that my mental health was at its was at its absolute lowest. Now, I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a doctor. I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not any of those things. So it's really important that what I'm sharing in this episode, you take with a grain of salt and you remember that this is what worked for me, okay? This is what worked for me and it does not mean that it's going to work for you. But I felt inspired to just share my own story and share how I was able to let go of the pain and resentment that I felt within and move forward. So I'm just sharing my perspective, my story, how I dealt with my own anger and resentment with my father and his family and so on in hopes that maybe it will help some of you listening. But I always suggest that if you are struggling mentally and you're at a a dark place in your life, seek help. Seek help. Always seek help if you can because it's so, so important. I went to therapy. It helped me a lot. I'm always an advocate for therapy. I'm always an advocate for mental health, you know, getting mental health help and it really does weigh heavy on my heart, these kinds of topics. So I just want to make that clear. Do not take this as medical advice or any of that. I am not a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just sharing my story and what helped me. But as I was saying, when I was still holding on to resentment and pain from the past, my present moment was affected and I was at a very low place mentally. And a lot of these tough years started when I was a child, feeling afraid of my father, watching him go through depression and withdrawals, watching my own dad filled with his own anger and his moods were always unpredictable seeing everyone around me experience their own pain, people struggling with loss, my best friend struggling with loss of her parents, and I just wanted to be there for her, and I had this crippling fear as a child, 
dealing with loss and trying to cope with the pain from the losses that I experienced early on in life and that was difficult while making sure that I was there to be the emotional sponge for everyone around me, making sure everyone else was happy, being hyper aware of the emotional state of everyone I was in contact with, and just feeling unheard and unseen by my parents when these emotions consumed my body, having constant panic attacks, feeling as if I was going to die while being told that it was all in my head. Then that resentment followed me from there. All throughout school, I was depressed, I was struggling with constant anxiety, I built a wall between me and my dad, and when I finally let my walls down, He had crushed me again, leaving me alone in a parking lot without a phone at the age of 14. This left a wound. It made my resentment and anger grow even larger. And as most teens, you know, we experience more painful situations and my relationship with my parents didn't improve, it only got worse. To moments of wanting to hurt myself because I just wanted the ones who I felt were causing this pain to finally acknowledge and recognize the pain that I felt. I thought maybe... If I hurt myself, the pain would be noticeable. And you know, I find this is the biggest reason as to why we hold on to this pain and resentment in the first place. Not because it hurts, but because if we hold on to it, it acknowledges to our ego that it happened. If we let go of it, we no longer have that pain to reflect on as a reminder that it happened. And our ego doesn't want to let go of that emotion because maybe, just maybe, that means that that pain never existed in the first place. And having that pain to hold on to was the only validation you had that it had happened in the first place. So I did that. I held on to it because it validated that I was hurting, that my dad's actions caused me pain, and he couldn't take that accountability then. So what did I do? I held on to the pain instead, and it created the anger and the resentment. And I continued to struggle mentally because I was hurting. I was holding on. I turned to alcohol to numb the pain. I was drinking wine every night in a home filled with mold that I lacked any motivation to take care of. It could have been one simple phone call to the landlord to fix the problem, and I could not get myself to do it. I felt numb inside. And the hardest part about pain and trauma and learning how to cope on your own is that everyone around you thinks that you're fine. I played it well most of the time, but it was the lowest I felt. I got myself into a lot of debt. I kept myself in toxic work environments. I did all I could to make sure everyone else's emotions were great while I neglected my own and continued to hold on to that pain and resentment. So how did I finally get out of it? Well, to be honest, I feel really blessed, honestly, because I was led to content on YouTube related to spirituality and astrology, and that's what sparked my healing journey. That's when I started learning about emotions on a deeper level and I realized that I needed to go within and do the work because I was holding on to a lot of emotions from my past that kept me in this constant state of pain and suffering. This constant state of everyone is out to hurt me. Everyone is out to get me. I'll never be good enough. I'll never be able to own a home. I'm going to be in debt forever. Every thought that I had was reflecting the emotions that I felt within. And those emotions were pain and suffering. That's what I felt within. Pain, suffering, anger, resentment, And as I came across all this content and I started learning about emotions and how to heal and do the work, that's when I started shifting my perspective. The way I viewed life and my life experiences began to shift. I was no longer looking at every situation from a glass half empty perspective. 
And I realized that I needed to let go of resentment and find healing for my past. When you are still holding on tightly to the past, it will continue to trigger you. And it's usually because acceptance has yet to take place. And of course, the resentment may still be there. And this is what was happening to me. I had not fully accepted that the past happened and that nothing could be changed. My parents can't go back and do it over. What's done is done. Now, once you come to accept what happened and accept people for who they are instead of painting this version of them in your head and expecting them to live up to that version, that's when you need to now address your resentment. So acceptance first and then addressing your resentment. And for me, it was all about, again, shifting my perspective on how I view resentment. Resentment really only creates suffering for me in these moments. By holding on to resentment, I'm allowing someone else to have control over my emotions. I am giving them that power. And letting go of that resentment gives me back that power because I am no longer allowing this person to have such a strong hold over my emotional state. The truth is, everyone is perceiving reality through their own lens. How I see reality is completely different than how my dad perceived that reality. And the problem we usually face is that both of our egos are wanting to be right. And to be honest, both of our realities are right. He is valid for feeling how he felt in those moments. And maybe he didn't see things the same way I did. You know, as a child, you're really vulnerable to these emotional situations and everything feels 10 times more painful. And yeah, he did do a lot of things that, you know, he should not have done. And I will never make excuses for that. But the truth is, certain moments felt more painful for me when he thought it was no big deal. I found that a lot of the pain I had with my dad was continuously triggering me because I was trying to create this version of him in my mind And I continuously got disappointed every time he did not live up to that version. And of course, as a parent, there are these roles that we essentially are signing up for to be that nurturer, to guide your child and show that unconditional love. But the truth is, sometimes that role is not played out that way. Sometimes parents are going to make mistakes. They're going to do things that hurt you. And sometimes people are going to do things that hurt you. Some actions feel so unforgivable. And you want them to know how much pain they caused you. Because you may think that hearing that validation from them may somehow soothe the wound. So you set this expectation for them to meet, to acknowledge that pain, to take that accountability. But the truth is, some people are so hurt and blinded by their own pain that they aren't able to see the pain of others. Some people don't know how to take accountability, and maybe they want to. Maybe they want to own up to it, but they are too prideful, and their ego stands in their way. Because if they own up to it, that means that they did that, that they made you feel that way. And they maybe they didn't want to make you feel that way in that moment. And it hurts them to admit to that. Whatever the case may be, if you continue hoping for that accountability before you allow yourself to let go of the pain from the past, you are only harming yourself. And I know this may sound harsh, but maybe it's the exact perspective that you need to hear. Because it's definitely something I wish I knew early on in my life but it's the divine timing of it all, right? If we knew what we know now, back when we needed it, we would have never learned the lesson. But it's this perspective shift. 
You are not responsible for your trauma, but you are responsible for your healing. No one is going to do it for you. No one who hurt you in the past is going to come forward and heal those wounds that they caused. Hurt people hurt people. And I knew that if I did not take accountability for my own healing, I could be that hurt person hurting other people. And I don't even mean like just real physical or emotional harm, but hurting someone can even be something as little as talking poorly about someone, judging them for what they do or who they are without actually getting to know them, or just because you're hurt or you're envious, or being quick to put other people down, leaving hateful comments on someone's content, lashing out on your partner for no reason at all other than the fact that you had a terrible day and a lot of these terrible days are probably somehow linked back to that deep pain and resentment that you are still holding on to. Those kinds of actions reflect the healing that needs to take place. Being aware of those reactions offers opportunity for healing to come in, bringing the light to the shadow. And what healing looks like for me is accountability, taking accountability of my own life, taking accountability for my reactions and finding that inner peace so I am no longer worried about how other people are living their life. I'm no longer worried about how other people perceive me and believe me, it is still a work in progress. I am not healed. There is still more growth to come. I'm forever growing because that's what life is all about. And there will always be moments where you find those past emotions coming out that you never had the chance to release before. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself on this healing journey. And remember, you are not something or someone that needs to be fixed. It's just allowing yourself to hold the hurt inner child within you that needs to be held, and peeling back the layers, uncovering the shadows, accepting yourself for who you are, and loving every part of you that you have shamed yourself for so, for so long. It's realizing that you are worthy. I know you are hurting, and I know the pain is real, and that it was not fair. And letting go of that pain, and letting go of that resentment does not excuse the pain, those actions that this person has caused. But letting go of the pain does give you permission to finally move forward. It gives you the permission to finally allow healing to take place so that you can finally remember where happiness lies and it lies within you. And eventually you'll find that your relationships become a lot more healthier, a lot more stable. It took me a really long time to get to this point in my life to see this perspective and every day is a work in progress because I know there are traumatic situations that are felt so deeply and the pain may never fully go away. There will be days where you feel it again, those reminders of the past, but every time you notice, you'll find that you have more control over how you choose to respond to those triggers. I personally always try to be mindful of my reactions. I like to check in and ask myself, is this reaction out of fear, anger, hate, spite, resentment? Or is this reaction out of joy, excitement, love, inner peace, self-worth, not needing that external validation? I know when I check in with myself and those feelings of anger and resentment start coming to the surface, it means I need to try my best to pause and sit with those feelings, sit with those emotions, allow those emotions to pass before I react. And when it comes to working on letting go of resentment and anger from past pain and relationships, I think the best thing I took away from these experiences is being able to move forward knowing my worth. 
knowing how I will and will not allow myself to be treated, knowing how to set those stronger boundaries. Because letting go of resentment and even finding forgiveness does not mean you need to have a relationship with that person. And I think it's important to realize that. To realize that acceptance and forgiveness does not excuse their behavior. Forgiveness does not say that what they did was okay. You know, the word forgive, forgiveness, or, you know, you should forgive them can be very triggering for a lot of people. And I understand that because it used to be triggering for me too. But I think it's because my perspective on what forgiveness is, is a lot different than how I view forgiveness now. What forgiveness really means, and this is the dictionary definition, to stop feeling resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. It's to let go of that emotion that you've been storing within, to let go of the resentment. It's to release the emotion of anger and resentment so that you're no longer holding on to it. It's not saying that what they did is okay. It's not excusing them. It's not saying that what they did did not hurt you, harm you, and none of that. It's simply coming to acceptance that what they did happened. They can't go back. They can't change it. You acknowledge the pain, the emotion, and then you release it. And for a while, I thought I had released my resentment until I found myself still feeling my body tense up and heated whenever I would speak about my past pain with my dad and his family, or even when I was trying to have a conversation with my dad. I could not help but be defensive. Or when I saw someone say something nice about my dad, I wanted to just scream, but he did this to me and he did that to me and he made me feel this way. But another crazy reality that was really hard to come to terms with is that the relationship I had with my dad is not the same relationship other people had with my dad. My perspective of my dad is not how everyone else sees him. There are so many different versions of my dad created by so many different people that he had interacted with in this lifetime. Just like there are so many different versions of us out there. One person may think that we are the bubbliest person with an attractive personality. Meanwhile, someone else could think that we are the most annoying person to exist. So that was something I also had to learn, to accept and let go of, because I could feel the resentment still buried inside whenever someone mentioned how lovely my dad was. That was an indication that I still had resentment because I wanted everyone to recognize the mistakes that he made and the pain that he caused. I didn't want them to have these good, loving connections with him. Perhaps it made me jealous and envious that they were able to have that relationship and I couldn't. It all added to the resentment and pain that I still held on to. The moment I noticed that I really had done a lot of inner work was when the feelings I used to feel were no longer felt as intensely. When I saw people saying nice things about my dad, I started to accept that he has been learning from his mistakes too, that he does show up for people in his life, that he does have a huge heart, and that when I was younger, he unfortunately didn't have the resources to help him through his own pain. And he wasn't able to see how his own pain was hurting others that were close to him. That the wealth of knowledge that is accessible to me today was not accessible to him when I was a child. That some people really got to experience his nurturing, compassionate, and loving side, even though he wasn't able to give that to me back then. 
but it was only harming our relationship the more that I held that past against him in this present moment. My defensiveness stemmed from resentment and I didn't give him the space to show me any sort of change. If every conversation we have, I am continuously defensive due to that resentment from the past, how could I expect any progress moving forward? And that was a moment of self-reflection for me that I think led to a huge perspective shift that propelled our relationship forward. But what if even after you let go of that resentment, you know that you've let go of it and you know you don't hold on to that anger anymore. You know that this person has shown you time and time again who they are and who they are is disrespecting you as a person. That is not healthy and you do not have to keep this person in your life. You have every right to then set that boundary. You don't have to feel guilty for it because your inner peace is what matters the most. But letting go of that anger and resentment is ultimately going to bring you that inner peace. You can still let go of the pain and resentment and set that boundary. And again, I know everyone's situations, traumas, pains, they're all going to be different. And some things feel so unforgivable that you just want to hold on to that pain so tightly and you want the world to know just how awful they made you feel, how much pain they caused. But pain and resentment is like a heavy rock crushing your body. To release that pain, that rock, it's the most freeing thing you can do for your soul. And it doesn't have to be today, doesn't have to be tomorrow, or even next year, because it's on your timeline. You make the choice, you get to choose. But the moment I chose to allow healing in is the moment my life shifted in a huge way. I let go of my codependency with alcohol. I let go of codependent habits within my relationship. I was able to pursue a career that made me excited and filled with joy. I was able to get myself out of debt and found a sense of stability returned to my life. I got myself out of the toxic environment that I was living in, where I was breathing in mold and was unable to care for not only my space, but for myself. And I bought my first home. If you asked the old me if I ever would have thought I'd be here today, I would have said absolutely not because I was truly at a mental low point in my life. I cried myself to sleep most nights, praying for a breakthrough moment. But I think the biggest lesson I learned is that no one is going to do the work for me. No one is going to come and save me. No one's gonna hand me that breakthrough moment. The breakthrough moment I needed was to finally give myself permission to let go and move forward and allow healing in. I'm not here to tell you what you have to do and I'm not here to tell you what's right or what's wrong. I'm just here to tell you what worked for me. The only person who can give you the permission to allow healing in is yourself. The choice is yours. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you found this quick message, this episode helpful in one way or another. I know that acceptance, healing, forgiveness, letting go, it's all so hard and it's never easy and there's no right or wrong timeline for any of it, but there is so much on the other side of it. Until next time. Mm -hmm.